Uh, are we rolling? Yeah. <laughs> how about how about we'll cue the intro music? And we're back. I wanted to t- t- to talk about because for those of you out there in radio land or podcast land or YouTube land, um, obviously we don't record these live and then do them. We actually are recording in the past you're watching in the future or you're watching us in the past i don't know how that works but so this is the the first week of january yeah um and i'm not sure when we're going to put this one out although we could put it out first i don't know um but i kind of was i I wanted to tackle a little bit of that whole new year's resolution um goal setting goal orientation i don't know do you do you do resolutions bullshit yeah Okay, so why? What? How so? I okay. You, 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 unbeknownst to you, you're probably <laughs> starting a rant that's going to last for a good portion of this. That's podcast. fine. Let her rip. So uh, I, I don't believe in them. I, you know, th- two things I hate are New Year's resolutions and bucket lists. Okay. Uh, I think they're the same thing. Fair. And I think they're ridiculous. Okay. Uh, number one is that people tend to make these things because number one, it sounds good. Right. You know, and. You know, they want to, want to appear cool. Like, what's your New Year's resolution? Like, I'm going to hike the Himalayas. Right. Like, you're not fucking hiking the Himalayas, unless you are. And then that's totally awesome. And if that's Fair. what you're going to do and you've got a plan, great, all the power to you. But if right. you're doing something like my bucket list is, you know, hike the Himalayas, I'm going to star, you know, aside Will Smith in a movie. <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, buy a brand new sports car and all these kind of things. Like, the vast majority of these things are completely unattainable or unsustainable, you know. Right. And, and I mean, it even goes like, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody that says, I'm going going to lose weight and, and and i'm saying this as i'm getting a delivery of an exercise bike yeah absolutely off, so there's a little bit of you know hypocritical there but uh you know ultimately at the end of the day you know it's like the people they're, they're not invested in these things a lot of sure. times right i mean i, I believe in and setting goals and goal you know setting and reaching targets but usually those are attainable things or they have plans attached right. to them they're not just you know sort of an arbitrary thing that you know after midnight after you kissed you know if you're you know your significant other or if you're by yourself the the random person that you managed to hook up with sure uh, at that moment yep, the prom which is probably, probably a bigger you know plan attached to that than the new year's resolution that you're going to make mm. you know it, ultimately at the end of the day i don't think you put a lot of thought into it it's just kind right. of like you feel you have to or you feel you know like it's just you have to say that you know right uh and, and for me that that's already you're gonna fail you for know, sure just by just by making it yeah just or just the, by doing the, it just the, by by putting it out there it's like oh i have to what's your new year's resolution you know you right. go to you go back to wherever you work and it's what's your new year's resolution yeah what's your new year's resolution you know a lot of times i say i don't have one like i've got things that i'm working on but right. those were in place well before new year's right and i've been you know but, working on them for months yeah so or I whatever mean, it happens to be you know i, I think you know it, it's better to enact a change and make plans and do things that are attainable i mean it's not bad you know again if you want to hike the himalayas or you want to star in your own movie or whatever the case may be it's not bad to have those goals sure however you should have some sort of plan to execute those to get and them that's why i cannot stand either bucket lists or 
you know, or New, New Year's, Year's resolutions. resolutions. Because I think really, and especially in this day of social media, you know, and I know you're not on Facebook anymore, but I mean, it just gets bombarded with that stuff. You know, right. you put, here's my, here's my New Year's resolution list. You know, six, six of those 10 items are just so you look cool. Right. But that's it. That's all you're doing it for. You're not doing it because you have any plans on doing it. You know they're not attainable. They're not realistic. You're just doing it because you think that people watching and, and looking at your, your stream think that you know, you're cool because of it. Oh, that's really cool. I wish right. I was going to do that. Well, it doesn't matter because neither of you are going to do that. Nobody's so, going to do it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I may sound a little bit harsh in sure. what I'm saying, but yeah. I mean, I, I think it's the reality. Of it. I well, think, yeah, I, I agree with you, yeah. number one. Um, and I kind of mostly wanted to use it as a jumping off point yeah. in terms of just goal setting in general. Yeah. Um, I think the new year is, is a good time to reflect on the past year, kind of see the successes that you've had, um, the goals that you did achieve if you set out to achieve them. And if not the successes that you had that happened yeah. by accident or, or by design, whatever it happens to be, but, and then kind of put some, some thought and into foresight into yeah. your year forecasting, if you will, yeah. you know, businesses do it. Um, whether you're a small business, big business, a gigantic business, whatever, you know, they, they talk about, okay, well this year in sales, we want to achieve this. Um, we want to achieve, you know, this new product launch. We want to hire this many people. We want to get this, but the irony, the irony in that is a lot of that doesn't start January 1st. For businesses. No, no. It's and, and that's like what I mean. Like it's, thing. you know, when it, when, when, what you're talking about it, again, it comes down to, you know, sort of planning and forecasting and what you yeah. want to do. I mean, those are goals that are set, yes. you know, you won't see. Uh, a business, you know, it's like, okay, last year we did, you know, $50,000 in shells. They're not going to say we want to do $500 million in sales. Right. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not going like, to unrealistically do that. And absolutely. I feel if businesses made bucket lists, you know, <laughs> they would do stuff like that. It's like, we want $500 million in sales. We want, you know, Will Smith and Jack Black to be our corporate, you know, representatives. Sure, of course. You know, and, and again, completely unattainable. They're not going to do that. Right. Because, you know, these are smart people running a business, right. you know, looking to to move it forward. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think, I think that we can, you know, take a lesson from business, yeah. right? Because if you really, if you look at your life, whether you're an entrepreneur or, or a, or a, a self-made creative individual, you know, whether it happens to be, you know, art, music, uh, photography, yeah. um, podcast, like whatever it happens to be, you know, you're all you're a brand, yeah. you know, and a brand, what is a brand other than a business, an entity that's designed yeah. to make money. And even if you don't have that, if it's just you and your wife and you both work jobs or you and your partner, if we want to be politically correct, yeah. uh, whatever orientation those people are, but like, you know, that's the corporation of the household. Yeah. We have X number of dollars coming in. These are the things that we want to achieve this year. Um, and how are we going to do yeah. it? And I, I think, I think it initially started off as a good thing. You know, again, that kind of that new year, rebirth new fresh start fresh yeah. start you know like that kind of thing but it, it's somewhere kind of got off the hinge you know going back to an earlier podcast we were talking about um conversation starters you know yeah. it's one of those easily encapsulated things oh what's your new year, new year's resolution yeah oh i'm gonna hike the himalayas this year well, that sounds amazing i don't know if you're actually gonna do it or not yeah. you know um but for me, goal setting and it doesn't necessarily happen on a quarterly basis it usually goes i like to look at and I mean, I, again, maybe you tackle things. I think everybody tackles things differently, but yeah. the way I like to do it is I kind of look in like six months chunks. 
you know, here's 10 things that I'm working on right now. So like one of the things, obviously right now I have a fitness goal, Yeah. you know, um, I achieved where I wanted to be by Christmas yeah. and now I have a goal for April. Yeah. Um, so you know, fitness, uh, fat loss and, and yeah. muscle gain, um, financial stuff, i.e., you know, this amount of money I want to save to be able to put, you know, in my current circumstance, I want to save this amount of money to put as a lump sum payment to my mortgage. Um, and I want to put this much lump sum into long-term savings, you know, so they're like real attainable things and I can actually action them by going backwards and saying, okay, well, if I want to save just using a number, this isn't the specific number, but let's say I want to save $500. That means I have to earn you know, with yeah. all my other costs and everything, I have to earn 2000. Okay, cool. So now how do I make that 2000? Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm in sales, I know that I have about a 10% uptake rate, yeah. which means I need to call a hundred people to get 10 sales, which will equal my two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you can actually backwards build and yep. get the steps necessary to achieve yeah. the goals. It's not necessarily about Climbing the Himalayas, yeah. right? Or starring with Will Smith in a movie. Although those would be very, very amazing goals. Like they're they're like shoot the moon goals. And I I think sometimes at the top of a list, whatever it happens to be, I think it's important to have something that is kind of unattainable. That like you think like oh man, I would love that would be, you know, that's my star. Yeah, you know, there's that old saying. There, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, I, I you know when when I sort of say it, like I mean number number one, if you you look at what you just talked about and you put that in a bucket list, you, I'm sorry, Nick, but you're not, <laughs> your bucket list is boring. Right. Uh, but oh and, no, and, and again, that goes back to my point, right? Right. I mean, it's you know that's what I hate about them because you know really that's what you're trying to attain, where what you're doing is very very realistic and very very much attainable. But I mean, having that star at, at the top. You know, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you might have a lifetime goal, something right. that you've always wanted to do. And again, like saying that I don't like these things, I'm not trying to crush yeah. your lifetime dream. Oh, no, I'm just saying, you know, there are incremental steps. Like mm-hmm. maybe, you know, hiking the Himalayas is your goal. You know, maybe, you know, getting to the top of Mount Yamnuska, you know, this summer is a goal that you haven't done already, which puts you closer to getting the physical fitness to get right. to that point. You know, the, all those kind of things. I mean, if you look at, at a guy like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, sure. you know, he has his, you know, Christmas tree goal, like, you know, his, his giant star, and that's the New York Jets. Right. He wants to be the owner of the Jets. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, you know, for as, you know, interesting Gary is and you know as for as well as he's doing with his Vayner media and what he's built yep. up he is nowhere near wealthy enough to buy to them. own the Jets right right um you know and he's you know kind of of that philosophy give 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 you know and you sure. will get stuff back you know and I mean his goal is going to be the Jets and he, you know he wants to get there and I, I think you know at the end of the day I think you know kind of in a weird kind of way he just wants people to be happy for him if he attains that like i mean sure. i don't know if i'd ever want to own a professional football team if yeah. especially if you amass all that money simply to do that because i mean it's a you know we we know sports teams can be a risky business and you can lose yeah. a ton of money and absolutely you know, the jets are well the jets and you know <laughs> maybe maybe they are a little more attainable than you know sure. uh, some other franchises yeah, you exactly. know like, like like the, the patriots bears, or something yeah or the, the bears, patriots yeah. Uh, you know some yeah. of these you know legacy kind of teams but uh you know again you know but he, he you know he talks about that but right. you know that's not what he's doing on a day-to-day basis you know no, of his new not. year's resolution wasn't own the jets that's his lifetime goal you he know right. you know if he can get there he knows he probably won't necessarily make it either yeah right but you know he's gonna he's gonna try and if he does it'll make him a legend 
Right. Yeah, know, that's true. Absolutely. In a sense, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about uh, building your brand, if Gary Vaynerchuk is able to, you know, step by step, imp- incrementally go, and I mean, he's doing a whole bunch of things. Like he's launching breakfast cereal. He's launching, you know, he launched K Swiss shoes. He la- yep. launched uh, a new brand of wine. Yeah. Uh, where you know he's leveraging himself against the, the you know he, he's smart about that. He knows people want his time. Yeah. Is what people want. So I mean, he was leveraging things like if you buy, you know, X amount of cases of Empathy wine, which is his wine. He's yep. like, I will give you an hour of my time for sure. You know, yeah, which is brilliant marketing. Well, it is because let's be honest, like they probably don't want the wine. Yeah. They want Gary's time. Right. But Gary's smart enough to realize that, okay, so if I buy a hundred cases of empathy wine, you know, and I have, you know, 6,000 bottles, you know, I would either have, you know, a studio full of 6,000 bottles of empathy wine, which would be a pain in my ass. Right. So what am I going to do? I'm going to give them all away. You're going to give them away, yeah. So I'm going to give them the people. And yep. in a sense, he's I'm paying for his marketing. You yeah, know, in absolutely, a sense, right? 100%. And I mean, in an hour of his time, what's he going to tell you? He's, he's probably going to tell you exactly the same things that he... You know, he preaches he, he says, always. Yeah, he says it all the time. You know, like, this is what I do. I give it away for free, yada, yada, yada. Yep. And I mean, if you watch his content, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to tell you what he's told going to tell you anyway. So I absolutely. Mean, you really don't well, you know, there was it. a brilliant uh, quote, and I've heard it a couple times, but it really hit home the other day. Somebody tweeted to Gary. It was like at Gary V, or maybe it was hashtag Gary V, something like that. But it was like, uh, spent $85,000 on an MBA in marketing, and I learned more from watching Gary V for three hours than I did in my entire four years in my master's. Yeah. You know, and I think it's true. You know, whoever, you know, you're listening to, but at this day and age, and a guy like Gary is very, I think, very in touch with the new media and very yeah. in touch with our new time and attention-based economy. Yeah. Um, there are others. Yeah. I think there are others that maybe have a bit more um, focus on, you know, uh, business per se or sales specifically yeah. or yeah. whatever. But Gary's a really good, like, kind of overarching personality yeah. about that. Um but yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing whatever you happen to put that time in. Um, I think you're right though, with those overarching, like lifetime goals. And, you know, I think it's, you can change throughout your year, you know, you could, or not your year, excuse me, but you can change throughout your life. Like what I wanted when I was 15 is very different yeah. from what I want now, Yeah. you know, or what I thought I wanted at 15 or what I think I want now. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, they'll change as well. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure you know people that you went to school with. It's like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to mm. be a lawyer. I'm going to be whatever they were going to be. Yep. And they go to school and they do it. Yep. And then you talk to them and they're like, yeah, I, I hate this. Yeah. Kind of a buddy of mine, actually. Um, and I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, he wanted to be an investment banker. Yeah. And he did. He went to school. He was brilliant in math and with economics and all the rest of it. And he was an investment banker. And he did that up until maybe eight or nine years ago. Yeah. And he went this is horrendous. I hate yeah. this. He made a shit ton of money, yeah. but he wasn't happy. So he quit his job and uh, he lives in Vancouver and he quit his job and, um, and he sells, uh, freezies on the beach that he makes, uh, with like alcohol. Yeah. Um, so they're like alcoholic freezies. <laughs> he sells them on the beach and that's what he does. And I don't know if he, if, if he still has his condo or whatever, but he like, basically he does that during the summer, during the nice weather yeah. in Vancouver. And then the rest of the time he travels Asia. He goes to like Cambodia, Tibet, yeah. uh, you know, Japan, Bangkok, Hong Kong, whatever. Yeah. And he has a great time and he loves it. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of times we just get trapped in, 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 you know, expectations and society and what, 
we think we need to be doing mm. and what, you know, is expected of us and, you know, all those kind of things. And eventually it makes a lot of people miserable. You yeah, know? absolutely. Well, you know, and that's, and again, going back to my bucket list of yeah. boring, but, <laughs> but one of those items is always review your list, review yeah. your goals. Yeah. Like, are you still making choices and um, decisions that you're happy with? Like, is your life moving in the direction that you're, yeah. that you're wanting? And if it's not, okay, well, how do we, how do we assess it? How do we change it? Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To yeah. review and to to really take stock, right? Not yeah. just well, this was the plan, and I put the plan in place, and I'm on the track. Like, yeah. And like you said, you get trapped. Yeah. Um, interesting too. I wanted to circle back and talk about the thing you were talking about with uh, marketing with Gary V, um, mutual friend of ours, Josh. Yep. Just got a thousand or fifteen hundred dollar donation yeah. on his uh, Twitch channel yeah. uh, during awesome. live gaming, um, but it got me thinking because. The, the name that kept popping up is this Mr. Beast guy yeah. who I've happened across on YouTube a couple of times. Yep. I don't really watch his stuff because I kind of think it's weird and creepy and whatever. That, that's a whole other thing. But it's interesting because his entire channel, and I, I'm assuming maybe whoever donated money to Josh is doing the same thing, where they basically just go and give money to people and then they yep. film the moments the and the reactions yeah. and whatnot. And then that builds the content to pay them the money to allow them to yeah. pay the money to people. It's brilliant marketing. Yeah. It's amazing. Like think about that because Josh now has made at least two videos about yeah. getting this money and other people are going to watch Josh and it's cool for Josh. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I'm happy for him. It's that's not the point. Um, but so more people are watching his content, but people are now going to circle out of his content to whoever it was that gave him Absolutely. the money. Like what a fantastic idea! Yeah, I'm kind of thinking going because hmm. I think built into those right whether right. it's Mr. Beast or or this other guy and I, I can't remember his name. Oh, was and it Mr. Did, Beast? Did I say Super Beast? Uh, I think I said I Mr. Think Beast. Mr. Beast. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Mr. Beast, <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of people will go and and kind of you know be involved in his channel. It's, it's like the lottery, right? It's mm. like comment, you know, maybe Mr. Beast will drop by my right. stream or maybe he'll <laughs> drop by my channel. Or, yeah, for sure. You know, and it's 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 like winning the lottery in a sense. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's good. I, I mean, for all the, the stuff that is out on YouTube, something like that where you're going and, you know, giving and, and helping somebody else, even though uh, sometimes it's a little bit on the extreme. Like I think yeah. one time he went and dropped $10,000 on a waitress kind of thing. Right. And, you know, it's... It's maybe a bit it's a much, little excessive. But yeah, it's you know. But if you got the coin, sure, sure. I uh, mean, ten thousand dollars could change somebody's life. It could. It could. You know. I mean, it's funny because it doesn't seem like that amount of money, right? Or that huge an amount of right. money. And I mean, like a guy like you or me, even though like we're not making crazy hundreds of thousands of dollars no, on no. YouTube, but like I look at it and I'm like, okay, so if if something were to come up and I really felt that I wanted to change somebody, I could with yeah. ten grand. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of appeals to that. Yeah the heartstrings it pulls on the heartstrings a little bit oh yeah you know i, I, I mean know. in all honesty if i was making enough i mean money on youtube and stuff i would probably do more community oriented things that's for that's sure kind of the thing i mean um you know you're, you're not on facebook so you probably don't see you're on twitter so you might see a little bit of the collective thing which i continually kind of you know edge towards you know yeah. it's it's for me i've always you know i i personally like um I, I, I like helping educate people yep. and, and I like teaching and, you know, I, I mean, I did that in tattooing. I've done it in photography. I've done a whole bunch of things, right. you know, so building community is a big thing. So giving back is, you know, mm. a big part of that. I think, you know, you can't always give dollars and cents. I can't give dollars sure, and cents, of course, but yeah. I can give my time, which is, you know, probably more valuable yeah, actually in a lot of ways, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, so I mean, it's always good to do those kind of things. You know, I think the Mr. Beasts are a little more, you know, um, 
I don't know the word I'm looking for, you know, a little more dramatic. Sure. A little more dramatic. Like well, that. you know, and it's funny too, cause I look at it and it's almost a little narcissistic because yeah. it is, it's watch me do this good thing. It's yeah. not like I'm doing a good thing. Cause I, and of course I don't know him. So I'm yeah. just, I'm just looking at it though. But I mean, part of me, the, the sort of dark twisted part goes, yeah. It's really, he's just doing this to build this following and make money and whatever else. Yeah. Um, because if you look at some of like the titles where it's like, I give $10,000 to pizza delivery drivers and, you know, and he's really only giving 50 or a hundred dollar tips at a time, yeah. but he's like filming the whole thing. And part of me, you know, and again, this is probably due to my age and kind of how I grew up, Yeah. but you know, I was taught like you do good things for people because it's the right thing to yeah. do, not because you're going to get an acknowledgement yeah. out of it. And I wonder if that feeling is even valid anymore yeah do you know what i mean i, I know and, and i mean some people are probably gonna you know crap on me for what i'm about to say next but i'm used to that sure for, for well all, i hope so what, what, whatever the comments are good or bad bring <laughs> yeah. them on right yeah you know uh, you know we just went through christmas we went through new year's yeah and, and there's always kind of that plethora of you know um I mean, there's, there's news channels. They'll go out like, Hey, we're doing this. This is operation. This we're building a mountain of toys, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That that's one thing. That's, you know, a completely different thing. They're trying to generate people to give this mountain of toys. They're trying to do a good thing and bring the community together. Yep. But I think sometimes, you know, you see these, you know, I'll, I'll call them short B roll films. It's like, you know, we go hand out sandwiches to the homeless. Right. You can do that without a camera. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's, you don't have to, you know, film this stuff. You don't have to necessarily do that stuff. I mean, I used to, uh, you know, uh, I used to go to the tattoo studio and I would buy coffees for certain guys on, on my route to work, you know, yeah. and, and that's just kind of it. Like, I'm not going to film that stuff. And sure. it's just, you know, you don't have to do that in order for it to be impactful. I think right. sometimes people think that making a video makes it more impactful, which I agree sometimes it does. But sometimes it's a fine line, I think, between saying, hey, look at me. Right. And doing a good thing. Right. You know, and when it's kind of more like, hey, look at me. That's when I kind of feel like it's like you did a nice thing, but you know, I you kind of get that little cringy kind of right. Feeling. Well, and that's that's what I was you talking know? about with the Mr. Beast specifically. Yeah. I'm like a little bit of this is like yeah. you know, or whatever. Or there's the guys. Um, I don't I don't even remember his name. They like they mostly do pranks, but the same kind of thing. Like they went and they they filmed talking to a homeless kid, and they went and bought him a guitar and like yeah. all this stuff. And I'm kind of like, you could have just done that. Yeah. Why did you have to film it? And like. Yeah it's weird too, because then it puts that person at a weird place too, yeah. right? Like, well, by accepting this gift, I have to appear in your video and like, you know, tell the, my story to the, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, are we right? Are we wrong? Yeah, I, you know. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's one of those things, right? I, I think, you know, people wouldn't disagree that sometimes when you watch those things, you're kind of like, really? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, sometimes they're definitely genuine. Like, I mean, like I said, you know, every year TV goes on, Hey, we're doing this, we're doing this, we For have sure. toy drives, we do all this kind of stuff, yeah. but it's not kind of like, Hey, look, I mean, it is kind of, Hey, look at us, but I, in a sense, you know, it's, yeah. Well, and I mean, you got to build buzz if you're trying to, if you're trying to raise a mountain of toys to give to, to kids at Christmas yeah. or whatever, um, you, you've, you've got to do some advertising. You got to do some advertising. You got to do a bit of look yeah. at me to, to get more people yeah. to do that. Although, okay. So now I'm going to do a bit of yeah. a tangent here. Um, okay. <laughs> there are homeless people. There are wives that their husbands beat them and they got kids yeah. and they got to go to a shelter. There are kids with no parents. There are men whose wife beat them and they're not going to talk to anybody because yeah. that's that, you know what I mean? Like that's a whole yeah. weird shame issue on its own, but all of this shit goes on year round. Yeah. Why are we so focused on giving at Christmas? Why not give all year long? Why not find the thing that you're passionate about and give your time to it 
10 hours a month, five hours a month, two hours a month or $50 a month or whatever it happens to be that you can give. But why just at Christmas? Like it's, it's always struck me as odd because it's such a, like a, you know, first world problem kind of thing. I I think it's the, the, the Christian guilt, right? Maybe you can't take all these presents in without giving something, I guess, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and I mean, it, it, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a horrible thing to do. No, that. of course not. You know, and, and I don't think you're suggesting that either. You know, uh, you know, myself, like we, we don't do a lot at Christmas. We, we pick our charities throughout the year. Well, this is what right? I'm saying, you know, and it's, it's just kind of, you know, that's what we did because, you know, if you gave money to everybody that asked for money, well, you wouldn't be, have any we, for yourself. We'd be living in a cardboard box. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but, uh, Ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, uh, we, we pick ours and that's, that's kind of it. You know, we just have our budget and yeah, here you go. Well, you know, and I I think the other thing too is like, so I've been, uh, you know, obviously I'm in a position now where I can give a little more, whether it's time or money, which is amazing. And I'm very lucky and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I can do that. I get to do that. Um, but I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize like, you know, if you're 15, you're 16, you're 18, you're 20, you're just starting out or hell you're 12, you know? Even $5, if you, if that's something that's meaningful for you and that you had to work for, if you're giving it to a charity, whatever the charity yeah. happens to be, that's a worthwhile donation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think, you know, as, as, as a, as a young person, uh, you know, that's looking to, you know, get their jobs and move into the world and stuff like that. Volunteer experience is, is really good. I mean, sure. you can, you can pick an organization um, you know, and do stuff and, and that can help you in, in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, you know, and you don't even have to, you know, you don't even have to put that in a, in a resume for it to help you. No. It can help you build responsibility. It can help you, you know, understand things a little better. It'll give you a different viewpoint. I mean, you can go out and do those, those things and you have that kind of time. For I mean, sure. It might not be high on your priority list, yeah. but I mean, if you do have time, you know, it's, it's definitely helpful. Yep. And I mean, you know, you know, I, I did stuff when I was younger and, you know, I, I met some, some good people that, that, that helped me out and, you know, it was just kind of going and doing yeah. what I wanted to do at that moment. And I mean, it's, it, it's a good experience and I, For sure. you know, volunteering is one of those things I think that, uh, you know, we could probably do more of, but, you know, mm. I, I think, you know, in this day and age too, you know, it's. You know, time is extremely time is important where we're working longer hours than ever before. We're spending less time with our families than before, more time commuting. You know, it is, it's hard. It's, it's hard to give that time. But, you know, I think, I think, like I said, if it's, even if it's an hour or two hours a month, you know, or every quarter or whatever it happens to be a little bit of that can go a long way, you know, and, uh, going back to your point about, you know, being a young person and trying to get a job and getting your life, you know, get your poop in a group as it were, um, if nothing else, if you want to think of it selfishly, because you're, you're still giving of yourself, so that's a good thing, but you can maybe knock it out by, by, by looking at it, but it's a, it's a, it's a networking opportunity. Yeah. You're going to meet people that can help you later on. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily go into it looking like that, but it's going to happen because so-and-so who is, you know, running the warehouse or whatever it happens to be saw you working for the charity and the warehouse and whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, I remember Nick. He's a good kid. I'm like, give him a call. I got a job for him. Yeah. You know, and you never know where it can lead. Absolutely. Um, and that's not, like I said, I don't think that should be the primary reason for doing that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's sort of luck of the draw. It's yeah, absolutely. You know, the more people you meet and the more people that know you're a good person and, and, or you work hard or you're creative or whatever it happens to be, the better you're off. You're going to be in the long run, you know? Yeah. So that should be a goal in and of itself. Yeah. To circle back to the beginning. Yeah. You see how you did there? Yeah. That was good, right? It's good. 
So but like you've done this before. What, yeah, almost, right? But like, yeah, I think I, one of, and again, I guess it's Nick's boring bucket list, but you know, one of my goals every, you know, every, every six months is to make sure that I'm giving of myself yeah. time and or money, whichever, you know, or sometimes both. Yeah. Um, and you're like, like yourself, like I don't do a lot of like Christmas charity stuff because I actually do and give throughout the year. So yeah. I like, it's, I, I it's prefer not, to do that because I, I feel like, I mean, and again, this is, I'm not pointing fingers and saying mm. the way you're doing is bad by giving. It's just, I, you know, I think that there's a lot that, that happens, you know, at that time of year and that, you know, the, what we do during the year is, is probably a, li- a little more helpful, especially right. come, you know, March, April is when we tend to do our first round of donations. Right. Right. Because, yeah. you know, you know, it's a tough time after Christmas, right? Usually. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. You're catching up on bills and you got to do yeah. all the things and whatever else, everything comes due. Tax time, suddenly the government's reaching down into your pocket deeper than yeah. they have before, um, which is now a whole separate podcast yeah. idea. But like Canada's taxation laws are changing. I don't know if you've read up on this, yeah. but it's going to be probably affect... Um, uh, you know, what do you call single proprietary businesses, pretty less than small businesses of like two to 40 or whatever. Yeah. But there are, they're pretty big tax changes and fossil fuel taxes are coming up and carbon, oh, carbon tax, what a wasted time and money that is. But anyway, taxes, taxes, taxes. <laughs> well, that's it, right? They get you coming and they get you going. Yeah. You know, there's only two things in life that are certain. It's what is that? That's that old Jewish um, uh, aphorism, right? Um, the only two things in life that are guaranteed are death Tax, and taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, it's you know they're, they're going to get their money one way or the other. It's, yes, it's plain and simple. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's just part of part of the part of the game. Unless you're a massive corporation and you can afford to set up corporations in tax havens. Yeah, or you can live somewhere where the tax benefit for you is much greater. That's know? true. That's true. I mean, if you're able to move to the states, Arizona, they got like zero yeah. state tax. Right? Well, it's so. like yeah, I mean. Yeah, you you know that I'm from Scotland. And right. Scotland, you know, it's it's, it's well taxed. Mm. Um, so a lot of people dislike Sean Connery because he basically took up Spanish citizenship. And oh. if you take up citizenship, yeah, I can't even say it. Citizenship <laughs> in in yeah. Spain, uh, if you you have to renounce your citizenship that to you, the UK. Yeah. Oh. So you know he went to Spain for a tax break because right. obviously he's making a lot of money doing films back then. So yep. a lot of people were kind of like. Yeah, you know, but you know, it's. I, I but guess if you have the resources on the flip to do side, it. if it were you and you could, I bet you you would. I'm sure you would. You know. Yeah. That being said, I'm sure Sean Connery has done a lot of good things with his money. You know that if he had been taxed heavily, more heavily, he wouldn't have been maybe, able maybe to do Maybe he as may much. not have been able to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, there you go. On that note, how are we on time? I think we're almost we're almost at the end of that. I think uh, we're almost there. There you go. Well, there you go. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Dude Cast. I'm Nick. I'm JD. We'll catch you on the next one.